0: What I've been doing is getting up in the middle of the night and flicking a Bic lighter in the bathroom and just murmuring to myself, staring at myself in the mirror instead of this podcast. So I really appreciate you guys allowing me to open back up again and say things out loud.
1: Marcus, what are we even doing?
0: Well, let me tell you, slow preparation, fast execution. That feels appropriate.
1: That was our Oblique Strategies card of the day by Brian Eno and Peter Schmidt.
0: And it was slow execution by virtue of the fact that we haven't recorded for like a month. We don't talk about not having recorded. Okay, but we're going to execute quickly on the mic today because we worked that whole time perfecting and thinking about what it would be like to be back live again. Part of that
1: thinking speaks to what I want to talk to you today. And what's that, Mike? I literally don't know. Roadmaps. Get in, loser. We're going shopping. There is a phenomenon within crypto about there's like a lore or like a cultural aspect to the idea of the roadmap. And I kind of wanted to dig into it both as a cultural artifact that exists. Can it Wait, cultural? What's a, what's I a, think, what's a contemporary cultural touchstone i think think
0: cultural artifact is a great is a great word i might i might also sort of say like it's it's a media form yes it's a productive thing if you make stuff but there's definitely been this like design tradition and cultural tradition of the tech roadmap and we find ourselves in need of one don't we
1: culturally as a dao, there needs to be some collective future that we're Moving towards, even if it's somewhat vague, and I think
0: that's what the roadmap does and why it's so important. It's an intense topic because it's most of what web three is. Everything is about what's going to happen sometime far off. and there's in the future kind of that
1: maximalist idea that is so hyped on our you know every roadmap ends with and then we are all rich forever for the rest of our lives. And there's great success, which obviously is not always going to be the case.
0: Yeah, they're they're fundamentally opt- optimistic, sort of flawed, foolish documents. And in my
1: mind, I can't help but think back to the earlier roadmap craze of the ICO days when every new protocol was launching and millions
0: and millions of dollars were being raised on flimsy white papers and roadmaps. As roadmap core. And 2017 was peak roadmap aesthetics. And also just like, you can tell that that a, that a sort of a media object is important when it is more exquisitely polished. Like they would, for instance, sometimes be done in like WebGL and rotate and bling and what have you. Like, this is really what you're buying here, kids, is the, uh, the notion of what, what lies yet to come. What you're saying is we should make
1: roadmap NFTs.
0: Making a bunch of like useless aesthetic roadmap objects is a really good idea for an NFT collection, honestly.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Experimental Garden Group, a podcast about our DAO where we invest with our friends. My name is Mike Merrill and I'm here with my co-host Marcus Estes. On this episode, we want to talk about roadmaps.
0: Get in, loser. We're going to make a roadmap. If I were to
1: print a bumper sticker for this episode, it would say, Probably getting Luther, and we're making a roadmap, honestly.
0: That's, pretty, <laughs> that's, that's mine. Pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You know, it's funny. The, the ability for for us to actually just, in this dictatorial sense, set, like, here's what comes next. In some ways, it's not very DAO-like, is it? Right? We, uh, the, the creation of a community-generated roadmap would be this very complex, long-form endeavor. The
1: further out you look in your roadmap, ideally... I think as a DAO as a collective as a group of people the more vague it should get. It should be your your the next action you take should be very concrete. After that it should be like oh there's maybe a couple ways we could do it and then after that it's like we could do anything. You would need a
0: new visual metaphor than just the arrow which is <laughs> here's exactly what happens on this date. When I talk
1: to people about how things are coming together in this world and like what you sh- how you should plan for the future in web3 the analogy I use is You think about like driving a car across the country, but the goal is just you just need to go as far as your headlights shine. And then when you get there, do it again and again. You like you don't need and there won't be a roadmap. Because like all of the tooling is changing, all of the terminology is changing. The there's new people coming in, it's growing incredibly fast. Trying to like plan out a roadmap, I think, is a essential task and a fool's
0: errand you're definitely speaking to this essential dichotomy of in software development how to make stuff you know this whole waterfall methodology versus agile so this was a thing that kind of got cooked up late 90s early aughts right and so the, the the software traditions of the 90s huge companies intense deadlines and the idea was that you have to plan everything that you're doing really intensely up front and then just stick to the plan Gant, and
1: Gantt charts,
0: yeah, and oh, and I there was there charts. was this kind of rebellious, almost kind of hippie counter to this movement, uh, the Agile team. They wrote a manifesto and they said, "Hey, what if we just kind of iterate our way there?" Basically, it was strongly in favor of having a loose framework for taking next steps and arriving. I have to say, of course, historically, you and I have collaborated on a lot of software together, other kinds of roadmaps as well. I kind of hate the roadmap because it wants you to do. The waterfall, the pre-planning thing, and I love the, the 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 car headlights thing. It speaks better to what the way that I think that things actually happen, and yet it's a useful thing that we're being called to do, right? People want to know where we're going. Yeah,
1: many many years ago, um, I had a group with some friends called "Let's Get Famous," and we would make these grand goals that we weren't sure how to accomplish. But my thought was. I guess my analogy is you're in a valley and, and you have to find you have to pick an arbitrary peak in order to go somewhere. So you start going that way. And as you gain more elevation, maybe you discover, oh, this is the wrong way. I can see more now because you progressed further. And that feels very agile. Right. So maybe you abandon one peak for another. And then, and then you head in a different direction. You need a goal, like ultimately in the distance that you're working towards. But I think each individual step is where the agile
0: aspect comes in. So to be more concrete about what we're doing here today, we've been at this now for, you know, what is this? We've gone over half a dozen episodes. We've raised a little pile of cash. Yeah, if we count about my internal podcasts, we're up to several hundred. We need to figure out, what sort of DAO is this, right? We had certain objectives when we set out. We've we've executed some of that. We've taken some steps towards certain ideas that were like clear. And yet we've also got a couple of interesting ideas right ahead that need some further clarity, don't we?
1: Let's briefly just go over kind of the highlight reel of where we're at. We have now 17 members of the DAO. We have sold over $11,000 in egg tokens. And... Each egg is worth, uh, by today's calculation, one dollar and three cents. We're down from last time, but we're up well, from know, an initial investment.
0: When, if you believe in your Hollywood accounting, you could put a dollar in today and immediately get back a dollar and three cents worth of value.
1: Yeah, the nature of the ups and downs—it's you know—it's a lot of the obviously the crypto markets have been moving a lot, and a lot of the off-chain stuff has been relatively stable. So right. Um, Anyone who wants further details can hit the website, experimentalgarden.group. So yeah, I think think what we have to decide is what is the roadmap for
0: egg? My mind goes to projects that need work. A lot of the things that we've bought don't need work. We're just going to sit and continue to decide whether we should keep sitting on it. We have projects now that we've invested in and yet cannot come to fruition in other words like financial return unless we put some work in uh now specifically that's the the alice vintage mac game and i mean i suppose we could just flip that back on on ebay but we've decided of course that we could use some some enhancement of that To you know for instance we could get it signed by the creator and then more labor intensive is of course what we've codenamed kokomo the hawaiian shirt endeavor uh that one in particular seems like we could stand to delve into the details on are we calling that Kokomo
1: or Kokomo Bay I
0: don't know if we need like an official vote but uh that's been the best idea floated yet I like it
1: let's not put it up for a vote because I already purchased the domain kokomobay.xyz. bay.xyz we'll
0: call it good then I like it
1: or I guess in this sense I rented it
0: how's that because I have to keep renewing it oh I see domains
1: are garbage yeah, you really own in the it. in the world of web 3 what do you what can you own and what what are you renting anyway back to this thought of effort that we're going to put into these investments.
0: What do you think? Do you want to just kind of break down the framework for road mapping and we'll see where we get? In my mind,
1: what we would do is come up with sort of the distant North Star goal for the Dow, which arguably I think we've actually already done. It's to make money, right? It's an investment Dow. We're here to, we're here to financially profit and have fun along the way.
0: I would even twist it a little bit because if it were strictly make money by any means necessary, we might have made some different decisions already. It's almost like, how do we have the most amount of provocative fun without losing money? <laughs> it's a different idea, but that seems to be like the group Zeitgeist to date. I like
1: that. I'm into that. It it, it speaks to the experimental nature. Yeah. We're allowed to make mistakes, Yeah. which in this case would be losing money. If you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much space. Yeah. We're on the edge. I think roadmap-wise what we have to decide as a DAO, uh, and we can kind of sketch the broad strokes here, is what are we going to do with Kokomo Bay?
0: Well, let me catch you up on where exactly we are at. To remind everyone, we've got a stack of 50 shirts that have been cleaned and hung and are hanging out at File Store, this retail space on Glendale Boulevard in Atwater Village. Yet ahead... We need to do a solid taxonomical inventory of all of the traits that these shirts possess. I'm so excited about this part. It's weird that you're excited about it, but I get why you're excited about it. You want to, like come up with the framework for- A taxonomy about Hawaiian <laughs> yeah, shirt patterns and fabric. That is and absolutely, of it? you're hired. That's oh, your job. Man. <laughs> come over anytime. So we need to, yeah, we need to basically kind of create a, a kind of a local database of them and their traits. Beyond that, we really need to get started on the digital expression uh, of the show. And that will entail the 3D rendering of the shirt equivalents and their NFT pairs. Uh, Side note on this, I have found a fabulous uh, freelance 3D artist that just assisted me with a feature drop. So Chroma Signet plug for the company, which I'm going to get away with every now and again. We just shipped our NFT feature. It's a huge deal. We can help anybody that's got like a physical good, a packaged good uh, or product attach NFTs. And of course, we're going to use this feature for this show. So that's ready. The guy that did it, I thought he was great. He was fast, good communicator, didn't need a lot of direction, did high quality work. I will post his work to the Discord, and I'd love us all to kind of chime in. May or may not be a vote, but, uh, you know, basically selecting our creative staff. Uh, if you'll remind, uh, I'll remind everybody that we've got like a little budget in mind for that. And he's agreed to the budget. So we're on track with that process.
1: So we'll have essentially one digital asset per shirt that matches the taxonomy and look of the shirt. It would be the digital representation of that matched to its shirt backed asset. That's right. We will have uh, an event where all of these are available for sale. Tom says,
0: maybe a runway show. I think previously we were considering just kind of hanging them. I mean, there's fashion show versus art gallery as these two different modes to, to kind of step into. I, I've i been seeing them as like art objects and kind of interrogating the silliness of that. Not a bad idea though. Maybe we'll put a few on a couple of strapping young men and see how they see how they look in that white box. Um, you know, in order to, to get there to the to the sort of public unveiling and of simultaneously the digital unveiling and we'll see those two things kind of compete in real time right that's kind of the concept i think what we're going to be doing is building a little work committee inside of the dao and we discussed this we need help right primarily you know i would say the physical stuff we've got a pretty good lock on we've got a, a team of dao members right now that i know are, are down to help out it's really just kind of volunteer labor the website that basically debuts this stuff to the public we need design we need layout and development and this is the part i've been honestly really looking forward to because collaborating directly on something together to benefit the dao and also to figure out all the weird labor policies and how we actually work this is my jam i can't wait i think what i should specifically put on the roadmap is the assembly of the committee our first work committee to produce Kokomo Bay. And specifically, we'll be enlisting people that can help on the digital side.
1: Yeah, this gets fun because this is like where we start to really see the power of a decentralized organization gathered to do labor and work. And, and what is the compensation around that and how to, who,
0: who decides to participate? And what are the rules? This exposes my bias here, which is that we can invest in other people's labor and have a certain amount of fun, but it's fairly passive or we can invest in making things together. And I wanna see how well we perform. I will argue that we'll have a lot more fun and probably even better financial reward when this is all done, if we do it correctly. This is our chance to prove the model of of collaborative production, uh, almost almost as opposed to passive investing.
1: We are going to look at some of the best practices that we've seen DAOs use to organize labor, and we're going to pick and choose how to do this. And we're going to report back on what worked, what didn't. Yeah, we'll, we'll wag some fingers at people that didn't do their work.
0: You know, if you're listening and you belong to the DAO, get ready. We're gonna we're gonna round up the uh, troops. And just to remind everybody, this will be some combination between a volunteer army and we have a little bit of flexibility to compensate now we don't have a ton of cash to pay we do have egg to pay and i want to remind everybody of a special power that we've been granted that was not the case when we started this podcast the egg pool right now is a set amount of egg that we started with it was a hundred thousand egg turns out that our choice of dow platform syndicate allows us to just create new egg out of thin air so what that means is that and of course, we will not be doing that without express approval of the DAO. If we decide to do that, we're able to pay, I mean, you know, we have amongst us talented designers, we've got solidity developers, you know, there's all sorts of, if you if you had everybody directly employed, but you are already a very powerful group of people. We have the ability to pay people in egg. And I think that would be a really fun way to engage. It it may not be a ton of money, but it's it's as a symbolic gesture, It's something that we should discuss. It feels like the most
1: appropriate way to pay members also. Yeah, absolutely. Totally.
0: Yeah. In terms of
1: setting up a roadmap for Kokomo Bay, how much detail do you want to kind of specify as we we build this out?
0: I think the minimum amount to orchestrate the labor. And we'll figure that out
1: together. But isn't there a little bit of fun to be had in... Getting our hands dirty and playing with the idea of the roadmap.
0: Oh, you mean like putting out the roadmap as a way of marketing the show? I
1: mean, I can definitely see it as like kind of a map of a a beach, you know? Yeah, okay. You're walking along Kokomo Bay.
0: So in other words, we just fully engage with roadmap core as an aesthetic. It feels like the right call. Okay, let's do that. This should be our first thing, right? Uh, Let's get a committee together. Take some uh, inspiration from Mike's prompt here and put out an ostentatiously ambitious roadmap that we will probably struggle to fulfill. I think that's part of the concept, right? The more 10 years out stuff I see, the more I'm suspicious of the project because of what this thing is, right? If they're raising money on it and they're saying what it looks like in 10 years, I would rather hear about that in sort of philosophic prose, but the formality of putting it on like a time series graph again I'm just biased against this thing haven't you <laughs> had to do essentially the equivalent with chroma haven't you had Have to we show put people a roadmap out I don't know but, like but probably. haven't you had to you've had to tell people there's a roadmap in oh, gonna... a deck that I put out right now it is it is it is primarily it's like six months out and that's that's where I like to live I don't tell people now not to say that I don't just Go, I could be dead in six months. <laughs> exactly. I I love to talk about the big picture, but again, do you see what I'm saying? That it, it, to me, it works best as prose, rather. That what everybody loves to see is a graphic, because a graphic is somehow like real. Like this is, especially with a certain like aesthetic click, you're just like, oh, it it summons reality. And I just know that I'm like, you know, someone that like behind the scenes just knows that that's a magic trick
1: the worst version of this going like the furthest 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 is that bitcoin island video (laughs) feels like that feels like the grossest version of like roadmap uh, core yeah of of roadmap core (laughs) i but i do think there's something especially within DAOs, that i'm liking in terms of this idea of seasons which kind of i feel like is this middle ground between it's not a full map in terms of what we're going to do for the next 10 years. But it is this idea of this is what we're currently working on and focused on. Is is this the concept of using, you know, kind of media language of a season?
0: A season refers to almost more of an entertainment, like a television show, right? And it suggests what we want, which is like a narrative arc. It's thematic rather than being very prescriptive about exactly what gets done. And I like that. I'm 100% into that.
1: I was on a call with someone the other day who came up with the idea, and I haven't seen this anywhere else, but within a season, there are chapters. And so you can kind of think of these smaller bits of work. I mean, if you were, if you were doing a straight analogy, but I think that a chapter is also kind of like a group of people working together, you know, you can have a chapter that accomplishes something. I know there's also like circles and some of these other language,
0: you know, roadmap core as a, as a software crypto tradition gets kind of silly, even though it's organizationally useful. And then there's these new models of parting out the work or the vibe that become more thematic and cultural. And we should find somewhere in the middle. But that makes sense because I think to get people
1: excited about something, you have to start with that theme. Yeah. It's, you can tell me, okay, this is what our DAO is about. The actual labor that I'm going to do that is involved in a season of work has to also align with my
0: interests. And again, I'll point out that right now the DAO gets sort of driven by these two dudes on the mic. It's useful that we can sort of cheerlead and and march in a direction. But if we're being true to the original precepts here, we, we want to figure out ways where we're not just telling everybody what comes next. Rather, here's the
1: theme. We should be reporting on what? is happening as opposed to telling people what to do
0: ideally at the same time we got to acknowledge that uh you know it's like while we, we we've we just come away from this break and we have to we have to acknowledge that without the show right now it kind of recedes a little bit to the back of everybody's mind The discord chatter slows down a bit it's a little bit less the top of even you know my mind i think what we're doing is igniting the sort of innate mechanics of the dal that will take form over time. But for now, there's no harm in just being like, let's go this way and just see if everybody else agrees, which is what I think this roadmap is. I love that we're going to make a roadmap. I want it to spin and be reflective and physical base rendering WebGL object. So it's it's been a minute since we've been on the mic. I got to wonder, I hope that people are engaged, right? We're talking about something that's kind of boring on the surface I'm wondering so if let's let's do a little test if you're listening right now and you've you've made it to the end of this episode about software roadmaps, let us know that you made it this far drop us a little secret indicator uh in the discord let's use the little smiling devil emoji so if, if you're listening to this pop open discord when you get a moment drop that in there and we'll get a sense of our conversion rate meaning who listened to the end so, Tom, for our outro song today, it seems appropriate that we refer to that probably not that amazingly difficult drum track from the original Kokomo by the Beach Boys. Okay, we're gonna do the Muppets version of Kokomo for the outro. Take us away, Tom. It can't be four four. <laughs> That's not time. Is it Island Island? I think it's seven eight, actually. Yeah, no. <laughs>
1: Kokomo is a song by the American rock band, The Beach Boys. From from the 1988 film, Cocktail? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. It's a throwaway. Wow. Became a number one hit in the United States and Australia. The lyrics describe two lovers taking a trip to a relaxing place on Kokomo, a utopic island off the Florida Keys. In addition to the fictional Kokomo, The song also makes references to many real Caribbean islands, including Aruba, Bahamas,
0: Jamaica, and David Copperfield's private island.
1: Thanks for listening to Experimental Garden Group, the podcast, and, or, joining Experimental Garden Group, the DAO. If you need help navigating the world of DAOs, social tokens, or Web3, we're happy to help. You can get in touch with us, DM us at X Garden Group on Twitter. That's the letter X Garden Group. Experimental Garden Group is hosted by Marcus Estes and Mike Merrill, produced by Tom Carroll, and engineered by Shadow Banding. Thanks to our listeners and supporters, and we'll see you next time. There's a place called Kokomo That's where you wanna go
0: together a beach and then you die! <laughs>